0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabrina. And we are so happy to be back talking to you guys Guess in who's the studio. house. Guess who's in a better mood than <laughs> last week, but still sad, for sure, 100%. But better. I am so, like, I don't know. I just was like, I'm going to show up better today. Hello, America. I also think that vegan milkshake we had before this. Really? <laughs> sorry i was just laughing at the way you was looking at eric <laughs> i was looking i had
1: my eyes go
0: no you wasn't you were was staring at eric i was did not mean to look at him well, mm-hmm. weirdo i know eric was creeped out because i was i cannot wait to take the biggest what you gotta take a poop dump damn yeah but sometimes it's like it's nice to look forward to
1: something. It is. It's home. gonna be good. You know I mean? Like I'm not ready right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. You let it brew. I'm not ready. You let it do its down. thing, and then when you get home, you be like, not right now. To everything that gets in your way. Yeah. but I have something to do, and I can't wait to like take a nap. I mean, take a nap. We <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really nice when you could just take a nice shower afterwards. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah.
1: Take. It's gonna be routine. Dump.
0: Shower. Sleep. Yeah, I hate when you go shower, dump, sleep because once oh, you take a shower, no. cause you still be a bit wet. <laughs> breathe, sweat, shake. No, I hate that. I feel like my body played a prank on me. I'm like, <laughs> I just got out the shower now. I don't like. I don't that. know. I just feel like it's too soon for this. Like that's I me. should. Yeah, it's me. It's it's definitely better when you can get in a shower afterwards. So I'm happy for you. I'm happy that that's gonna happen. And I'm also happy because thanks to you all, we reached our goal with our fundraiser. Actually, our second
1: goal. We set a first goal of three thousand. We made that in one day. One day. Then we had to reset. We reset the goal to five k, and we made it. Yeah, we
0: we ex we we've passed that goal um and we just want to be completely transparent because we know a lot of people have been donating to a lot of causes and not all those causes have been doing what they say they were going to do or they haven't been fully transparent we are absolutely going to do our uh black girl get back the plan was to do it this week however because we raised so much money we weren't able to like withdraw it so it's like this whole entire process so mm-hmm. look forward For the details and the actual event where we pack and give care packages to people in our community will be either at the end of June or early July, but it absolutely will happen
1: and we're going to continue to update. Yep, and I'm going to um, post receipts and stuff like that, screenshots of when things are coming out um, and how it goes because... um, GoFundMe is very intense. It's very tricky. And it's very yeah, it's very <sighs> tricky and intense.
0: I'ma wait to talk my shit until after we get our money.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> That's very how I true. feel.
0: Yeah. I got stuff to say. <laughs> but we ain't got the money yet, so <laughs>
1: Yeah, so <laughs>
0: until we get the things we need, I'ma leave it there. I'ma just say it's intense. Yes. And say tuned. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. they they really got me and, and they got they twisted my arm here because I can't. <laughs> yeah they got me in a fucking they, pickle over they here they
1: definitely got your girls in the chokehold
0: <laughs> arms are being <laughs> twisted clotheslined you ever you know when you, like your mom is uh, pinching you when somebody asks you something yeah that's how i feel like go me doing me right now I'm, everything's perfect
1: blink wink wink that's all you need to know
0: yep moving on uh <laughs> so for our phase four this week Um, We're talking our favorite songs at the moment. And obviously, we always do things with songs. But, you know, what's on your playlist is constantly evolving, especially during these times. Like, we're just listening. We have different songs on repeat. So, you first. So, oh, I opened up the
1: wrong thing. (laughs) You said so. Tripping. So, on my list, I have this song for like a few weeks, I kept on listening to it or repeat. I cannot stop listening to it. And it's called Damn Daniel um <laughs> by Bree Runway featuring young baby Tate. Oh my gosh, I love my um uh, my good Judy Tamara sent me the song and I just kept on listening to it like on repeat, repeat, repeat. It Who's so it by good. again? It's uh Bree Runway featuring okay. young baby Tate. Okay. Um, because it's true in the car. Yeah, cause I think I listened to Young Baby yeah. Tate and I really
0: liked is, them. I don't know. Who yeah, is Young Baby Tate, the girl. Yeah,
1: when we um, when yeah, when we was listening to music at my house and it was on, the song that was on rotation was I like that uh, song. Young Baby Tate. It on rotation. Because I couldn't find the words, but I didn't want to prolong. You made a my lot sentence. of funny words tonight. <laughs> I didn't want to prolong my. Sen- now I understand old people. now. you know how sometimes old people say shit. You be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Like I remember one time. I don't know if Emile was working there at the time, but me and Emile both worked at this um this like historical site. Didn't Eric work there too? No, it was Roger. Roger and Scott Murphy. So okay. um it was this man and he was talking <laughs> to us and he was like, you know, just Google your thoughts. And like <laughs> we was like what was the the fuck? Fuck? we was cracking up. Yeah, he said, like, like, you know, just Google your thoughts. He was like And the thing is That's what I, Google is for. As I get older, I realize <laughs> What I, I understand, and that's what Ti be doing too. Because you don't want to prolong the sentence, so you just pull, you plug whatever. and play. <laughs> Period. You plug and play any word, and that's what just, just, just what that's I. That's why
0: I hate writing sometimes <laughs> because I'm like, if I get tired, I'm gonna say anything.
1: The brain, my three brain cells, mustering up the courage to message go for me. It took a lot. <laughs> Let's just say that. Oh my so, God. Anyway, so yeah, um damn damn Daniel. Um also um this song uh I need to listen to the album again in its entirety, but me and I listened to Ungodly hour yes. uh, when it dropped. Um and with the song that really caught my attention was like one of the last songs and it's called R-O-Y-L. I don't I know vibe. I don't know if that is it means something and like you know cause now I'm an old person a millennial <laughs> I don't know if that's like a Gen Z yeah. like thing like roll on the floor laughing so that song that's a vibe is, I really like that song a lot um also shout out to friend of the show Shamir on Woo! my own, I really like that song. And I'm not just saying that because Shamir is my friend. And I'm not just saying that because I got to listen to the song before a lot of you hoes. <laughs> I genuinely like that song. I like Shamir's sound. I feel like it's very, like, very, it it's doesn't fit in an era, I feel mm. like. It's just very, it's, I can just see, like, Shamir's influences, like, from throughout the decades and I feel like it's very fresh and it also is like very mature and it's beautiful and also my favorite thing is the fact that like Shamir is a dumb bitch like me and <laughs> is all but is crazy talented and you listen to you know their music it's like what like this person is a clown and they're <laughs> very talented so yeah I really like that song a lot and also the the title um on my own because like mood literally all of us (laughs) um also uh from uh lady gaga's new album i really was loving the song plastic doll um me i first of all i love theater that is something that i will never be ashamed of even though you should be ashamed of loving theater um i love that song i feel like it's very like when I hear that song, like, I see a story, mm. and it's, like, very, like, high drama love to me. songs like that. So I love that song. I know it was a lot of talk in, you know, the community, other little monsters, former monsters, people who are just observing, you know, Lady Gaga, that they wanted more for them from the song with that title. But, like, to me personally, it gave me my life, and that is, like, one of my favorite songs on the album. Um, But, yeah, those are my um, four songs that I'm feeling.
0: Okay, so giving people something new to put on their list. Um, For me, it's going to be Lonely by Chloe and Holly. Um, Love that song because I think right now we're all very much alone. But this song is talking about, like, you know, do you like yourself when no one else is around and like, you don't have to be lonely being alone. And I am not typically, I don't feel like a lonely person, but I do feel like this quarantine, just spending so much time alone, has made me tired of myself. You know what I mean? Just like being alone with my thoughts so much. So it's like, okay, but how do we like process that? Because this is, this might be what this moment is trying to teach me to like deal with. So I really like that song. I feel like it captures a lot of what I'm feeling. It's nice to know that. I mean, they made a song about it. So many people feel that way. So give it a listen. Um Can You Blame Me by Kaylani featuring Lucky I think it's Lucky Day on a song. Oh uh, forgot she got a new album out. Oh my God. Love the song so much. Uh of course it's a little bit on the toxic side. It's just talking about but she's been <laughs> she's she's just being transparent and she's talking about how like sometimes I would rather argue with you than to sleep alone, like that's what I would rather do, damn, yeah, that's a raw truth. sometimes that should be real, like you but <laughs> I would absolutely rather just go at it with you than to just not talk so i I really feel that like she is my. I mean, I I be getting mad sometimes when Kaylani talking about that. Like, I love hard shit. Like, I really can't stand that. But when she started talking <laughs> about the toxic things she do, I see little bits of myself in it, and it's nice to just heal. Uh, next, I'm gonna go with Magnolia by Playboy Cardi. Like, I don't know why I just been listening to that song so much. Like, <laughs> really, i was gonna say why that caught me by surprise. Yeah, I love it. That's one of my favorite songs though. So like, that's period. really a whopper. It's so good, especially when you're working out because mm-hmm. he really be making a lot of noises in that wah, song wah, 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 yeah it's going wah, 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 crazy wah,
1: wah.
0: finally let it flow tony brexton because that's shocking what we, all, we all need to be doing right now it's hitting different let it flow is hitting different. that's one of my favorite music videos she said everything's going to work out right you know
1: that's beautiful
0: so, that's if y'all haven't seen that video, please watch it. I don't even know if I've seen it, Sabrina. You always say that. that
1: I love it. It's on my favorite. I have a playlist on YouTube, my favorite music videos, and that video is on it. Like, Ooh, that video. I, I gotta watch it. Chef's Kiss. And it's so 90s. It's so, like, uh,
0: sorry. The power that that has. I know. I can't wait to watch it when I get in. Like, Sunny Braxton is
1: just one of the most beautiful women. Like, I just can't. She is. I can't also, get over beautiful it. colors in a video. It's like purples, whites, and blues. 90s, the, the, but the 90s shades, you know? Yeah, I know exactly what you I see them right now.
0: I love it. God, she ate that song up. She did. All right, so now we have to get into our pray for sis. And honestly, it's just not my favorite thing to talk about right now, but we have to, have to, have to put the spotlight on these incidents. We have to talk about them. Um, and I don't, like, as a black woman, I'm absolutely worn down. Um, I'm very tired. I'm tired of of the harm and the violence and the murder against us. I'm tired of when we bring it up, people try to gaslight us into believing that nothing is going on. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of black women fighting for everyone else but then no one fighting for us and at the end of the day it's like you can't walk away because of course the easy answer would be like fuck it we're gonna stop protesting for men but you just you just it's not about protesting for men it's protesting blackness and you're still gonna suffer Mm -hmm. so it's like when you approach it's just this this constant battle between your womanhood and your your blackness mm-hmm. going against each other mm-hmm. and, and all these
1: competing identities yep and especially um you know people not showing up for black trans women oh my gosh that it's it's just like all these
0: all these different identities and each time you add a new identity it makes things it, like people don't show up even more and it's like the amount of the the amount of just queer people in general who show up Mm -hmm. for for Black Lives Matter versus, like, imagine showing up, I guess I can imagine this, but knowing that if you died, people would do the same thing for you. Like, that is just, how do we just get so comfortable with accepting it? Mm -hmm. Like, oh my gosh, I, I flip shit over. I'm willing to go to jail for, you know, things that happen to black men. I'm not saying it's wrong. We should do that. But why is there less energy when it comes to us why so with that being said we just want to give a toast for us to all the black women who have just lost their lives, they were murdered, due to, you know, just violently. First, still seeking justice for Breonna Taylor. They've created Breonna's law. We don't give a fuck. I don't understand why people don't, like, understand it. How are you going to create Breonna's law without arresting the officers that murdered her?
1: It makes no sense That makes all. no sense. It the law should have came after that. It doesn't
0: hold up. It like and this is this is the stu- stupidity that we're dealing with. We always think people in power are smart. They're not. They're not smart because why would this happen? Arrest them bitches who killed that girl while she was sleeping. And you know what? Train these police better. Train them because the whole world is watching police officers right now and they still can't stop fucking up. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because they aren't trained. All they do is eat fucking donuts and kill people. That's all they do. Yeah. So it's just like, please, fucking losers, arrest the cops that killed Brianna Taylor. Like, if we have to say that every fucking show, we will. Next, we have had two black trans women pet, like get murdered in two weeks. Yep. Two, I mean, I mean within one week. Mm-hmm. And one happened in Philadelphia. So we have Rhea Milton and we have Dominique Fells. Dominique Fells was the body that was found in Philly and is f- fucking dismembered. What type of sick bitch does this? That's what I'm saying. Like, w- we we cannot say oh, Black Lives Matter and then have shit like this happening. And what bothers me is you say this, and some people, they just keep scrolling through the news. Their ears don't even perk up a little bit. You hear about a human being being dismembered and nothing happens? Like, especially in the body of a woman. Come on come on and just the violence just the violence and both of these young women were in their early 20s so it's like we have to just they're, they're not even living their
1: life exactly and every time you let somebody passively say something about trans women you are committing an act of violence you are complacent in that trans woman's murder from laughing at a joke Seriously, like seriously. dead serious. This is why it's so serious. You can't
0: you can wait into a snowball into this. You have to immediately let people know that those negative feelings and that dehumanization is not okay and it won't be tolerated. Exactly. So that gets to stop them in their traps. But people really think that it's okay <coughs> to
1: just do whatever. Exactly. And also, nobody will be free until we are all free. Period. And um. I don't know exactly the quote but Angela Davis was saying that you know liberation um she was saying something along the lines that liberation true black liberation will come you know on the backs of uh you know basically trans women like once we um once you know people start accepting trans women and fighting for trans women that's when we will be truly liberated and it's true yes. you think the first thing that people see with all of us no matter if you're cis you're trans um non-binary um the first thing people see when they see you is that you're black Mm -hmm. you cannot separate your blackness from your gender from your sexuality from your the mental illnesses that you have because the a black person with bipolar is treated differently Than a white person with bipolar. And it makes no sense to try to say, oh, why are y'all this going from Black Lives Matter to All Lives Matter? Because it's true. We cannot, when you section off who deserves to have rights, you are complacent in white supremacy. And you are, yeah, you're doing the same thing. All these gender norms and all toxic masculinity and, Hyper masculine, well, hyper masculinity is toxic anyway. And all that bullshit, those are based in um, white supremacy. You see other cultures and shit like where people, um, you know, can identify as, you know, third gender Mm. or, you know, men are able to, you know, be a little bit more feminine and things like that. Like, you know, in indigenous cultures, all this bullshit. Is white supremacy and then people just eating it up, just eating it and up. And you fucking dumbasses are, you know, being complacent in that. You cannot, um, I forgot how to say the word assimilate white supremacy when you're playing into it. Exactly. You can't pick the parts of it that work for you and then
0: say, uh, no, 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 not, not you don't get a seat at the table. Like that's just come on, I, like I said, everybody is just so anxious to make somebody else a new nigga. Like it's just so exactly. insane. Like every the power trips, the power trips. Everybody that wants have. to be an it's like, oppressor. Like, do you want to be equal or do you just want to oppress others? Exactly. Like which one do you want? Because I can tell you right now, I want true equality. Exactly. I don't want nobody beneath me. I don't want to stand above anyone else. I want everybody standing next to me. And I'm
1: just like what? exactly because like for instance, how everybody was able the. Fucking um, Minnesota bailout fund was so overwhelmed with donations, because everybody worked together to help them. Yeah, they were so overwhelmed. They had almost like you know sorry to say, but they had more money than they expected. They had too much money. Yeah, They they still they they bail people out and they still have money, millions. They still have millions of dollars because we all worked together to help them. Yeah. So if we can do that. Imagine what we can do when, you know, people stop being transphobic, when people stop being homophobic.
0: It's sickening. It is sickening. I'm tired. I'm tired of just, it's like
1: we go through all this energy. We say it, we say it, we say it. What the fuck do we have to do? Like, what do we have to do? And I said it earlier, I am tired of feeling like I have to bully people into seeing the value of a trans woman's life, the value of, you know, a gay, uh, of a lesbian's life or a gay man's life that are, you know, that are in my community. You'll be having to
0: do this whole critical ass, you'll be like, well, this is a human Therefore they don't and it's like the fuck is wrong with you because I could tell you one thing even when I wasn't as quote-unquote woke as I am now I would never in my life stand behind someone getting someone dying that is just it just should just be wrong it's not oh this probably happened because uh she might have no none of that you don't murder people exactly you don't.
1: and also um oh my gosh what I was I about to say um we shouldn't have to say, um, in the case of you know killing women, we. I'm tired of having that same fucking speech that this was somebody's daughter. This was somebody's no, mother. This, this is somebody. somebody. This is a somebody. Point blank the fucking blank period. period. Why
0: you have to value? Why do you have to value them? They have to be important to your nobody ass in order for you to respect it. It doesn't matter. Exactly. The thing is, sometimes I look at people and i be like, you know what? Me and George Floyd might not have got along. Me and Breonna Taylor may not have been friends. Like, you know what I mean? I don't. I don't see. Uh, um, me and
1: certain people being friends but that does not mean that they deserve to die exactly And you have to fight there are trans women that I know that are literally risking their lives for people who wouldn't even you know help them with basic or they get shit. harmed while they're protesting exactly like it's just insane and so that is something that here at black girl brunch though I don't know how many times we have to fucking say it but that is a hill that we'll die on seriously and we don't play that shit Period. Ask the friends we lost. Exactly, because I don't give a fuck. The life of trans women is important, especially black trans women. Period. Exactly. Period. That's it. So if anybody that's transphobic or anything like that, we are not for you, and we are not here to make you comfortable. Get out of here. Also, before
0: we end this segment... We just want to give have a moment, cause this also really hurt. Again, just a really painful, painful moment to be a black woman. We have 19 year old Alua Toyin Salo. People call her Toyin, Nigerian American, 19 year old activist who was seeking refuge because of an unstable living condition. But we see some video footage of her. We see some footage of her just going in, talking about protecting trans women, talking about how black lives matter, talking about coming together, who is 19 years old and really, really has it in her to just, to just stand up in front of a a, a crowd and say like, I'm black and I'm proud and I, we won't stop. We won't stop until you guys treat us equally. She
1: had nowhere to go and she still was on the front lines. What the
0: fuck? You know, and you know, then She wrote on her Twitter page how because she was seeking refuge, she was at a church, she was tired. Someone offered her a ride, and this is what broke my heart. She trusted the Holy Spirit to to protect her because we all say, why would you get in a car with that man? Why would you do this and the other? Well, guess what? We may not be as tired as that girl was. And sometimes you just pray that somebody is doing something nice for you. And even if it's not getting in someone's car, we all have trusted a stranger who could have done something to us. We have all trusted a stranger. And that's not grounds to be assaulted, to have your life taken away, or anything else. So I don't want to hear that about getting in someone's car. Like, I don't. Let's just stop there if you're thinking it. Stop thinking it. So she goes and she tells the story about how she did, you know, riding a car with this guy, and he offered her a shower. And, of course, he wanted to gain her trust, so he was being so nice and being so pleasant. And she took the invitation, and then he began to sexually harass her. When she fell asleep, when he fell asleep, she escaped. She was able to give a detailed um, description of his car, his home, what he looked like. um, And that, to me, was just so fucking brave to to say you know this is what happened to me yes I'm contacting the police but I'm t- you know I'm I'm going to tell you guys too you know what I mean and a few days later her body turned up how the fuck is this happening so we don't know it could have been that person who allegedly you know assaulted her but it, it's 100% a murder because at first I thought to myself like maybe she was so disgusted with what happened to her that she decided to take her own life but they're, mar- they're investigating this as a homicide so no that means somebody came for this girl this child this child and it just makes me so sad to know that we have people this young out in the world themselves who were willing to give so much who was willing to mention tony mcday's name and to talk about trans women and everyone else but then she was let down so what what are we supposed to do as black women keep showing up when no one shows up for us other than other black women maybe people in the queer community but that's it and i'm just like it, it's just it's just sad it's just said, I'm tired of making dead black women icons. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I'm tired. I want I I want them to be alive. So that is just, it's been really, really hard these past few days because, you know, she just looked like such a a just bright young woman who has so much to live for. And her life was taken from her. And I hope they find whoever it is and they put them under the jail. I really do. I will say something about the death penalty, but I don't believe in it. So I'm just like, you know what? Here we are. What can you really do to punish a person like that? Exactly. I always just have to remind myself that their punishment is, un- is, is, is far beyond our scope. <laughs> like, what's going to happen to th- I have to believe that. That these people who are harming women, black women, what's, what their punishment is waiting for them when they
1: die. And the fact that these women that we're talking about now were (sighs) dark-skinned has a lot to do with how people didn't show up for them. Because a lot of people don't want to discuss colorism, but it has a lot to do with a lot. Because me personally, growing up, I never really thought about my complexion like that. Mm -hmm. I never really thought, I never felt like, I was in danger because of, you know, because I was dark-skinned. I mean, I'm not dark-skinned, but, like, I never felt like that. It it didn't weigh on me like that. Yeah. And just because it didn't weigh on me doesn't mean that I am not aware that people are treated differently because they are dark-skinned. Yeah. And I've seen it. I've We've seen it all firsthand seen it. and everyb- seen it. everybody's seen it. Even people that deny it have seen it. We the people who deny it. it are complacent in it because people don't value the life of dark, even it's so many levels to this shit. That's why I so it's fucking exhausting. It is exhausting. Because imagine being a dark trans woman. It's like, you probably feel like you can't win. Yeah. And that's why we need to protect these people. We need to. We need to. Oh, my gosh. If I catch you doing it around me,
0: I'm going to wake you the fuck up. Exactly. That's, That's a- another
1: thing I don't play with is
0: colorism. Yep. I will wake you the fuck up. And it's just so crazy because I don't have. The thing is, I have had transphobic people in my life, but I don't have any people who are like colorists in my life. So the Internet exposes a lot of that for me. The internet exposes exposes how a lot of people are. And I'm like, yo, y'all really be thinking like this? Like, really? Y'all really be tormenting dark skinned women for posting pictures, for doing, for living, breathing, existing. And like I said, the internet, like, I will go under a dark skinned woman's picture and somebody be like ugly. And I'm like, this girl is breathtaking. Like, what the fuck are y'all smoking? Seriously. But if a light-skinned girl with clips in her hair posts a picture on her webcam, everybody going insane. And I'm over it. Like, I'm
1: so over y'all. Y'all need to grow the fuck up. Exactly. Because, again, when you uh, say stuff like that, you are complacent in these people's death. Because you don't value them. And so it's just like, you know, nobody's, you think, oh, nobody's going to care. Yep.
0: It's just a bad joint. It's just a bad, bad situation. But prayers are up for all these women. Um, we're gonna continue to fight. That's all we can do is continue to fight till we we can't fight no more. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna head on into uh tea time now, and a lot of you have mentioned that we need to discuss insecure. We haven't talked about insecure since we've been back on. Line because we have been focusing uh, on all the other things that have been happening. Sorry, fireworks. Again, just taking a moment. Let's just talk about the nigga in everybody's neighborhood setting off fireworks. I have friends on Twitter that are in Denver, that are in L.A., that are in Atlanta, that are in Canada. Why? Has at, why do everybody have somebody in their neighborhood starting fireworks at five thirty p.m. It's a PM? police officer. Why? It's
1: probably a police officer.
0: You know what's funny though? I always feel like the firecrackers are happening right outside of my house, but when I stick my head out the door, I see no one. Yeah, and I I see not a single person setting them off. So I think that might be the most frustrating part is that I don't even know who to direct this anger at because I never see it. Yeah, like shit is so annoying. But anyway. Back to Insecure. um, A lot has happened this season. And honestly, I was, like, becoming content with Insecure just kind of being a show almost like Seinfeld, like kind of a show about nothing, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just a show about just black people, and that's fine. Like, we, it don't have to be crazy drama. Like, the first season when Issa cheated, that was the big whoop. Yeah. You know what I mean? And after that, we kind of just been riding on, like, what you know beautiful black women in pretty
1: colors and, and i was definitely with it i was so good with music. it i'm
0: okay with it funny as shit like we don't have to have any more like scandal but a lot we let's just let's just start to unpack i guess like i'm really <laughs> i'm really really just really um so first things first Lawrence and Issa got back together that's something that has changed and you know what's crazy?
1: So everybody knows that I would go on tirades about how much I hate him. I couldn't stand him, but when they got back together, he didn't annoy me. Same, same. And I was really like on.
0: I was I was team Lawrence like at first, but then something happened to Lawrence when he got that new job. I think I was resentful of him when he the way he started acting with Condola, and he wasn't like that towards Issa. When yeah. Issa said on Thanksgiving that she felt like Lawrence pretty much was willing to be a better man for other people, but not her, that put me in heavy resentful mode. But also, I was resentful before that. When he had that threesome with them white girls. Yeah, to me, though, I, I blame that on him being lost. Like, you know what I mean? I was Find like, your way, nigga. <laughs> I was like, he, de- he definitely, like, tripping. But I wasn't opposed to them getting back together. Because I'm like, when you get cheated on, you just start doing dumb shit. You know what I mean? Don't so, I know. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, you know, he had a little goo- goofy juice he was drinking. <laughs> but <laughs> But I wasn't holding that against him. I was pissed when he started, like... Tripping on Issa. Like I feel like he was flexing his relationship with Condola on Issa. I I personally felt that. So yeah. But when they did get together, I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, oh my God, look at this black love. Like, I love this. Yeah, I was like, sweet lady. They was they was having sex. They was like He was clapping her ass. I was at home (laughs) mad as shit watching it. Like, damn. We somebody having fun.
1: And I don't like like, sex scenes, like, the only thing is, t- I only, if I t- was to watch a sex scene, it has to be with black people.
0: Yeah. And that, theirs is realistic.
1: Yeah, that's what, that's where
0: it gives me chills. I'm <laughs> like, no, this too, I could really, never mind. We've all been there. Yeah. We've all been over the couch, the arm of the couch at one point. Moving on. Yeah, because I was just, like, smiling here, thinking about, <laughs> it. anyway. Um, So... Here's my question: When when Lawrence and Issa hooked back up, right? And remember, she had to go help Nate move. Yeah, I felt like she should have canceled on Nate. Excuse me. You think so? Yeah, cause you cheated. You know what I mean? That's true. You lose friends. But now (laughs) you lose your. (laughs) But
1: now, do it (laughs) even matter? Wow, we'll get to the big (laughs) bomb. We'll get to the big kaboom. Later nothing even matters to opposite. me. When she's <laughs> like, hey,
0: so I just want to be honest. I'm like, bro, you cheated. <laughs> you can't have friends
1: now. But the thing is, I feel like she want a clean slate and she want to be like very like, again, back to that word, she wants to be transparent with everybody yeah. and be like, I don't, and I think her the thing with her and Molly I feel like that really shook her up Yeah, because I feel like she already was on a straight and narrow path but that really thing with Molly and I feel like Molly t- telling her that she's like selfish and uses everybody that really like that really did sound because her and
0: you, so using like, Nate might have been what she was afraid of.
1: Exactly so I feel like she was like okay then I'll, I'll do something nice for him and I'm going to be honest with him that I'm back with my ex but it's crazy I know this is like all over the place but that struck accord with Issa, but I feel like nothing that anybody says to Molly strikes She's a, a chord her. her. Like, so, well, you know what? god damn it, you're wrong. Yeah, like when the
0: um I'm when her rude. therapist asked her, it was like, do you want to be right or do you want to be in a relationship? <laughs> that shit was so funny to me because she really <laughs> she couldn't answer. Yeah, like, yeah, bruh, it's right. really simple. Do you want to be correct or do you want to be in a relationship? Yeah. Now, me, myself, I want to be both. <laughs> but I also realized that that looks like sometimes just being like, I was right, but why does that have to end in me rubbing it in everybody's face? Like, yeah. I feel like that look like Molly being a lawyer is the perfect thing for her. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you do have to learn that you don't have to be a lawyer in your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you could just, dare I say, relax a little bit. So. Yeah. But I
1: think it kills me because she really the best dressed character. She really be well, I said I like I like. His, uh, fo- that's, somebody said that's how you know she the villain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Issa's colors though. I feel like yeah. if if I were to dress like anybody in the show, it would definitely be Issa, especially when she be wearing like t shirts and biker shorts. I'm like, well me.
1: I would probably be Lawrence. <laughs> it's like, no, no, definitely not.
0: <laughs> I'm like it'd be Issa too.
1: Maybe, yeah. I
0: really, it'd be easy, to, but I feel like my goal is to dress like Molly, but right now, if we if, I ain't even gonna play myself. I'm not there. I'm not there body wise. I'm not there. She fine as hell. God damn, she shh, I get Now that. when she was getting her cheese clapped, I was like, see
1: nothing even better.
0: Oh my god, and Andrew, he uh, at all. That's how I feel about Andrew. <laughs> Um, that was a kiss, if anyone was wondering. Um, yeah, but I, I definitely think that I would have I would have canceled on Nate, but I guess it's good that she didn't cancel on him because he did reveal he had bipolar. So yikes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he needed to confide in someone. Yeah. Um, then we got Molly and Andrew. They went on a little vacation. I'm not gonna lie. I was really excited about Molly and Andrew going on vacation and it going well outside of the argument with her. His yeah, brother. me too.
1: Me too. I was very excited
0: about that. I did not like that when she got in an argument with his brother. She screamed "fuck you."
1: Yeah, I like. Because felt- <laughs> <laughs> don't but- don't do that to my brother. But the thing is, I hate that she did that. But I'm like if the shoe was on the other foot, would I do that? Because I know when I get mad, I don't give a fuck who the... Like, I don't care. I would I walk away before I yell, fuck you at my man's brother. Because <laughs> I'm like, that's now... I know I got to see you again. <laughs> that's true. That's very accurate. But, like, I'm... Like, I, I might have yelled, fuck you, too, because I'm just thinking about... I hate when people try to play the devil's advocate. When people play, like, come on. It's <laughs> like, I, I, to be fair... I mean, it's like, uh, no, fucking look at you, like... For again, I'm she, leaving. That's all I'm exactly. doing. Exactly. Like, I'm
0: not gonna argue with you though about what I've experienced. That's my new thing. Like I am not arguing with you about what you haven't
1: experienced when I have exactly, experienced. Exactly. Like it. you're That's a light skinned Asian man. She I'm is not, a dark skinned black woman. The I'm fuck not doing you that. know. What the fuck do you really
0: know? I'm not doing it. I'm not playing devil's advocate with you. I didn't sign up for that because for you it's a game, but for me it's very traumatizing. So it's like you, you, you go ahead and you, you gonna play what? the game I by yourself. You know what? I would just
1: probably say something like you better check your brother. Exactly, exactly. I would have definitely said that. I'm not going back and forth. Yeah, I'm not doing this back and forth. You better check your brother. And guess what?
0: I will never fuck with you again, but I won't be, like, on a wave like where Molly is where she, like, just, like, I can't see him because it's not realistic. Unfortunately, do you want to be right or do you want to be in a relationship? Yeah. you're in a relationship with somebody, you got to be around their brother, right? Unless their brother is a fucking pervert or something. Exactly. I understand, but for the most part, like, what happened was a mishap. She don't want to see the nigga ever again. (laughs) And also, okay, I'm going to put Jarrell on the spot right now. So me and Jarrell was talking, and this was before Sunday's episode premiered, and he was like, I ain't gonna lie, like I'm something going on with Andrew. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, because every time, <laughs> every time the scene opened up, he talking, he on the phone speaking another language. And <laughs> on the phone speaking another language. And I just feel like he's speaking, he he doing something sneaky. I'm like, speaking his native tongue is <laughs> sneaky to you.
1: <laughs> no, but I now I you, you know, he he probably was ex- like expressing, he was probably talking to his brother. But I just don't think that, that,
0: that him speaking another language was no, pretty show. No, but he probably
1: was expressing his feelings about the relationship.
0: I don't think Andrew, the type to do that while Molly could walk in. I just think that he. But, but no, in a different language. It's his native tongue. Bro. I know, it's his native <laughs> tongue. He's talking to his brother. That's what language. Trust me, I'm I speak not. my own language to my mom too, and it's <laughs> <laughs> it's, something, it's something people can't understand. Me, and you, well, me, and you talk to our moms. We be like, yeah, and, 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 and then and then and, 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 and be like, like fuck, and like I told him, child, please get out my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Outsiders cannot understand what I'm talking to my mom. It's just you get comfortable and you fall into your language.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So what was the point of you putting the spot then? If what it wasn't gonna mingle into the plot. were oh, you saying Issa
0: or me? I'm like, i didn't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. I'm like, I'm getting yelled at I'm like, wait, I didn't put make him speak that language.
1: Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't bring it up. What Jerrell said to be like bring it back. No. Like, back. So I brought, okay. All right.
0: I was <laughs> I, who? I was bringing up what Jerrell said because I was like no Jerrell don't even speak that into existence because I, if I knew Andrew and Molly would want to end because they they Y'all, were That makes me so like I don't want them to end. They're going to end because yeah. and then <laughs> they're going to end and let me tell See, you why. Nothing even matter. <laughs> Look at that fucking song. They're not even that couple. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) The reason why they're going to end is because, like, for Molly, this is about I haven't done anything for this long, so I have to keep continue to maintain it. And that's what Andrew was saying. Like, you don't even fuck with me. You just want a (laughs) relationship. You know what I mean? And... but i I'm was like what him, am i chopped liver is. andrew was like you just this is a contest for you like you just want to keep it up Like, this is the longest i've ever said. had go go <laughs> 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 but she don't want the who next she just want to go 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 forever <laughs> and I, I was bringing up what you said because i'm like, i prayed it andrew isn't up to anything sneaky mm-hmm. molly can just have a relationship that ends Cleanly, No mm-hmm. scandal. Nothing toxic. It just didn't work out. Like, because yes. I feel like that's what she deserves. Yeah. Because she showed up as best as she possibly could, which is sad. <laughs> but you know what I mean? She still,
1: she, she showed up her best. So then we have. He was struck. Uh, the thing that freaked me out, and, and uh, I hope this never happened to me, because you could see that he was like, like certain times, like she would annoy him, but. I feel like that shit came out of nowhere. Like, it, it, shit got heavy. Like, he's like, I just, I'm, you're breaking my balls. I'm <laughs> like, whoa. Like, if something like that ever happened to me, like, I think I'm doing my best. Like, imagine thinking you're doing your best. But you, Molly should have known she but wasn't she lived in her, her own world. And I think really what did it for him was seeing her how she came at Issa. Yeah. Because... Honestly, if if I was if I saw my partner do something like that to somebody that they so called friend, I would be like yay. And I hate to say it, hope it don't sound ridiculous. She too much.
0: Yeah. Molly comes with too much. You gotta respect her work schedule. You gotta respect her strict ass boundaries. You gotta fucking deal with her friendship. You gotta deal with this. You gotta deal with that. She blows up at people, and I'm just like no, bro. Like sometimes. A relationship's supposed to be hard, but not that damn hard. Like uh uh-uh. uh They them being in a relationship make me not want to be in one. Oh <laughs> yeah,
1: man, and it makes me you. mad because like, I want them not to break up because also like I wanna see them as sex
0: again. <laughs> okay. Um that's that's please very, that's not a good reason for the please. show to keep them together. <laughs> please just upload the clips. <laughs> I'll say I'm sure they're out there somewhere. I'm sure the clips Come on, are, now. The clips is already Come there. on. Shut up, yo. <laughs> Bro, we spending all the show talking about this. Oh, which fuck. I'm completely fine <laughs> with. Uh was say Eric's left the room? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's just <laughs> get into the, the, excuse me, the meat. Um, Lawrence, show up, looking fidgety. <laughs> and I don't like, like that. Yeah. What the fuck's going on? Sweating. Looking like you about the shit. When I saw his face, I thought he was going to say he accidentally slept with Condola again. And if I was Issa, I'd have been, all right, that's cool. I get it. Just don't do it again, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, too. I'm like, fucking A. But then we, we flashed to her. No, that scene was intense. That was intense. That was beautiful. How instead of having Lauren say it, they like were going in and out of the actual scenes. That was a shout to them for good call. Like that just elevated. Cause y'all, when I tell y'all I was tuned the fuck in. Me Cause sometimes I will be on my phone like watching. Yes, I was on my computer. I close. <laughs> <laughs> <That clothes> you <laughs> right I
1: closed. I I locked it. the
0: screen and I turned it down. Like I was on a date. I was like, okay. So when she said I'm pregnant. I was like, come the fuck on, come on you're breaking my balls. You here. are breaking my fucking balls. Like, what? Like she she literally showed up and was like, I'm I'm pregnant. And then she had like just
1: classy ass sweater on. And then it seemed like she even before Lawrence just dis- expresses disgust, she seemed like she had attitude like, I don't like, I don't want you to be my baby dad. Yeah. Like, but he is.
0: <laughs> but I was laughing because she said, he's like, and are you sure it's mine? <laughs> I don't know. Something about Lauren's asking that question <laughs> pisses me off. Cause it's like, bitch, don't nobody want you to be a baby dad. You ain't got nothing. Oh who the fuck gonna pick you out of a lineup to be their baby dad like yeah I'm sure nigga it's yours I don't wanna be sure yeah and I hate to say it but yes you are I am sure it's words yours words and then I'm like first like nigga you ain't even got it like that they be like and are you sure it's mine
1: <laughs> he act like he the fucking the owner of QC the label
0: yeah like are you sure it's mine who the fuck gonna frame you <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then she was like oh you know how involved you want to be no she said are you getting are you going to keep it and she said yeah and lauren said why <laughs> oh my that god that should hurt my feelings same if i if i tell him i'm keeping he say why i'm liable to jump across the room <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna jump across on him. oh my gosh i would you that mean i don't want ew like why you that's a bad joint <laughs> he said why and somebody said on Twitter and like I'm sorry I hope this don't trick no <laughs> they said if a nigga asks you why you keeping a baby scheduled at abortion for 8.30 a.m. the next morning soon
1: as the motherfucker open uh, okay like,
0: it's just it's, it's a bad joint for somebody to just not want to have a kid with you but the thing is also it's like she don't want to have no kid with you either she just don't believe in an abortion Yeah, you know what I mean so it's like don't pretend like it, ain't, it don't take two to tango mm-hmm. you was up in them yams having fun <laughs> <laughs> on, on Thanksgiving, and t- you ran up in that shit raw, and what Man, happened? I thought we were safe. <laughs> <laughs> That's <convenient>. good. <laughs> Niggas, <Next laughs> I thought we were safe, pulled out the
1: whole time. <laughs> she was taking Altoids for birth control. <laughs> That's a bad John. like, why? Why? <laughs> do, 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 Yo, do. Then he got that new job, and
0: you were about to lose your job. <laughs> <laughs> you were about to lose your job.
1: <laughs> you could kiss San Fran goodbye. That is sad. He was like, I got the corner and I, office and of everything. I knew shit was going bad when Issa was like, Yeah, I would move there. I would I'm like, Then it ain't going to happen. No, I, I just thought that the next season
0: was going to be like, was going to talk about. Um, like, long-distance relationships.
1: So I was, like, on board. The thing is, I don't know what's going to happen because, like, I still want them to work it. They're they in still, love
0: with each other. Like, that's are, one thing for undeniable. sure.
1: Because he was, like, the way he melted, like, butter, baby. He was, because the thing is, the thing is, thanks to Condola, actually, because she planted the seed in his head. And, she said, and he planted the seed, too, but <laughs> go ahead. Bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she said, "If Issa never cheated on you, would y'all still be together?" He and said, that, ni- "That nigga got the thinking." He said, "I am in love with you. you let me bring he, he went right back. He he, he was thinking he question. was thinking
0: about it for a long time. He too. was.
1: He's in love with her. He's in love so with Issa, awkward. and Issa's in
0: love with him. But like, oh, I just hate the fact that Condole was like, "And you can be as involved as you want to be." <laughs> Either way, I'm good. And even though I would say that same shit verbatim, except like I was telling you earlier, I was like, you can be as involved as you want to be, <laughs> but you will be put on child support. Period. I just need you to know that. Um, See,
1: my thing is, what's going to happen, because it's awkward, because he's back with Issa, and uh, Issa and Cadola were friends for the moment. So it's like, you're you're like fucking my baby dad again? <laughs> Yeah, you fucking my baby dad. Also, like,
0: I feel like on some shit, Condola's just... She was really a curse. When they let her in, she fucked everything up. I hate to say it. She fucked up Issa's block party a little bit because she she stopped responding, so she sabotaged that. Now she's sabotaging the relationship. And like Issa said on the wind down, like... When your man has a baby with someone else, like it's one thing internal in a relationship knowing he has a child, right? Mm-hmm. But when you two are planning a life together and they have a child without you, they do rob you of that moment. That makes me so sad. So it's not like, sad. it makes me very sad because I'm like, the first should have been with me. But also, it's like you really can't get mad because they were... That's what makes this situation so messy because it's like Issa would not be wrong if she decided she didn't want anything to do with Lawrence. But -hmm. at the same time, she would not be stupid if she decided to stay because that's the love of her life. Mm -hmm. And I don't... I'm not that person. Like, I'm a person... Usually, people be saying the love of their life is somebody that I really don't think is. But them
1: two... She can go date Nate, but she's still going to be thinking about Lawrence. yeah. But what I love most, she has so much soul. Period. That's a really... Yeah, because the thing is, I feel like like seeing her and Nate interact as friends, I'm like, oh, this they is, is good. Yeah, they need to be friends. This is good as friends. And me and Nate can be together <laughs> instead. Like, Period. But also, happen. I like... <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing. Because... Oh, why my titties are sore? Yeah, check that out. <laughs> but um, I'm laughing because it's not funny, but <laughs> when my... First of all... My parents think that I know everybody that's gay. Like they think that I know everybody. Oh God. So the actor who plays Nate was speaking at like a Black Lives Matter rally and my dad was like, Oh, I didn't know is is he gay? Is he and I was like, I don't know. Like wh- like why would I know that? My dad was like I'm just just like peeping the mannerism. That's cool. That's cool though. I'm like, <laughs> still haven't confirmed if he's gay or not. But <laughs> <Like, laughs> But your <laughs> but your dad thinks it's cool. But he thinks it's cool, and I'm supposed to know. I also like that when
0: Issa told Nate that she was back together, and he he straight up was hating. Yeah, like, oh. I like that too. He's like, mm, I thought he I thought he was a weird ass nigga. He, he like he wishy wow she, <laughs> country as fuck. I love Nate. Love that he's a barber. That's the second one. I ain't gonna one. say how he uh, um a barber no, and his beard no. like child. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Barbara's is top five sexiest occupations. They always hot, always. I need a hot boy. Okay, moving on. We briefly talked about Chloe and Holly's album, right? Oh wait, I guess we can't just move on to insecure like that. I I don't know what's gonna ha- um gonna happen. This is truly something where I will be tuned the fuck in for season five. I cannot. Congrats. Y'all have secured that next season if you haven't already, because this is the cliffhanger of a of, of the century. This is why did y'all do that? Like I am But I need some time. So I think next year will be a good time to bring it back. <laughs> I'm it like, says I
1: don't know. Oh, he not he's not gay. He Christian. Same thing. <laughs> season. <Excuse me. laughs>
0: <laughs> He's not gay. He's Christian. Like what? <laughs> it's the same thing. Never could have made it. Anyway, um, yeah, I am so excited for next season. It's going to be amazing. Um, get into this, Chloe and Holly. Chloe and Holly dropped a grown-ass woman album, and I don't feel like people are talking about it enough personally. Get into Ungodly Hour if you have it. If you have, hit us up on Black Girl Brunch's Twitter, Instagram. Let me know what your favorite song is because is that your impression of them? Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Um, I can just feel Beyonce's presence all over I know she probably gave them so many notes because I could just hear it. I feel like any of their songs could have doubled as hers, but their style is still different. Like, Chloe and Holly got this mysterious, beautiful, artsy sound going on where they sound like like fairies. They sound like fairies, but I feel like they sound like fairies with a dark side.
1: Yeah, and I feel like... Beyonce, I feel like she kind of wants to have that dark side.
0: Yeah, I feel like she's like being like, you get to be the witches that I wish I was.
1: Yeah, I feel like they definitely are witches who like witches who want revenge. Witches who want revenge,
0: but sweet revenge. They're like, don't start no shit. Won't be no shit. Uh, Mm -hmm. witches. So it's like, as long as you stay the fuck out our way, things are great. But like, if Chloe and Holly were secretly like. A thousand years old, I would not be, I wouldn't be surprised. Same. Cause like they got this one song, it sounded like some skeleton key shit. I was like, oh. Oh, I love that. Next (laughs) question. See ya. Um, Cause
1: my cousin ain't home right now. So like a lot of shit be spooking me out. I just love, I just love like, like younger me would have loved to like have listened to black girls who had that kind of eerie sound. Yeah hmm it's just, it's
0: lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, I really don't want to spend too much time talking about B. Simone. I don't. But I do, we do have to talk about the plagiarism thing because it, one, the watch, not just B. Simone, <coughs> watch the celebrities that came to her defense because this is just, this is this sad, sad thing people got going on where they
1: really, really think that it's okay to exploit poor people. Yeah, and it's also like entitlement and it's like this has really, really brought to my attention that you don't have to be smart to be a celebrity. Some of them are just lucky. Yeah. And some of them are also just pest <laughs> where they bugged they they bugged um society. And bugged people who were like in higher places and in order to get a chance. Where, yeah, to get a chance. It's very few that actually have talent. And also, Brains. as somebody who, you know, um, recently didn't read the fine print on something, I realized that a lot of them haven't read the fine print. In but instead of taking accountability, they want to. They can throw their other team under exactly, the bus. Exactly. Exactly. Because the thing is, again, here we love to celebrate Black women. I, you know, we neither one of us want to tear Black women down. But, but B. Simone did, um, her quote unquote team. They took from other Black women who had stuff on Pinterest, mm-hmm. um, which is terrible because. The face of Pinterest is usually white women. I mean, she stole from white women, too, but that's besides the point. Um, But Mm -hmm. she took from other black women and also pitched this book to black women and, you know, just ripping them off and making them, like, like, you feeding this this to them like they're idiots. Yeah. And
0: also, like, (laughs) to kind of go back to what you were saying, like, or oh, you breaking down a, a black woman? Like, so many celebrities came to her defense, one being Meek Mill that was like, yeah, y'all need to learn to uplift a black woman. It's like, why do we have to uplift a black woman who is fucking over us? Like, that's the thing. Just like your fucking b- baby mom. Now, we was being quiet about it, but Milano was selling those H&M shirts and repurposing them as luxury. That is not... See... I don't give a fuck if rich white people do it to us. It hurts worse when a black person does it because it's like you're supposed to be looking out for your community. Yeah, They're not supposed to be doing it over there, but you especially aren't supposed to be doing exactly. it. Like that don't make it right. Oh, white people do it all the time and y'all don't say nothing. It's but like it do we not say right. anything also- or do we not have the power to necessarily change that? Where Milano is you're pitching yourself as this luxury brand and this is an H&M shirt. There has to
1: be some quality to what you're selling. Exactly, and also, like, black capitalists don't understand that you, your obsession with capitalism is, again, feeding right into white supremacy. Like, she pushed that book in order to make a million dollars because she wanted to become a millionaire. She pushed that book, didn't give a fuck about the quality to other, like... I will I will say ninety nine percent of her supporters are black women. Yes, I will say that with confidence. Easy. <laughs> Easy,
0: honestly. If I if I could if I felt I honestly don't feel like saying all of her followers, all of her supporters are black women. Primarily, yeah, I say one hundred percent. And real. I really do feel bad because I know unfortunately people who like are B Simone supporters and like I just. Certain people I don't pay attention to, right? And I think B. Simone was that person until she started talking recently. Like, talking even louder than what she, she typically does. And, like, I'm just like, I never really consumed any of her material, so I don't feel as you know like attacked but i would definitely feel attacked if i spent my money and then you can't even tell the truth Thomas and your team did this your team did that but then we got a video of you when the book was launching saying things like you know i'm taking my time and i'm really making sure so either you lied then when you pretend like you cared about the quality or you're lying now when you're pretending like you don't care about the plagiarism and this is why again we have to be real careful with our dollar and stop giving them giving it to birds stop giving it to exactly. birds exactly
1: People like a lot like black capitalists. You need to understand first of all, the self help. Like first of all, all that shit at this point, the the charts, all that shit we can find on the internet. Yeah, th- for free, <laughs> for free, for free. And you want to repurp and you and instead you need to get no glossy paper. Exa- exactly that dry ass paper. And also like, you are somebody that has a, a loud speaking voice. Have a fucking TikTok. talk. Like, I don't know. Or a podcast. Or, like, something. YouTube. Yeah, like, if you really want to uplift and help women, like, do a seminar or something like that. Like, that book shit. Like it's a lot of people out
0: here who got big dreams, but they don't think about quality. Exactly. And I'm the opposite. I'm like, I dream big, but my, my, I don't want to be embarrassed. I can't be embarrassed like that. I'm not walking away being like, damn, this bitch is a, like, you
1: know, she's just doing anything. And so. also um what the fuck everybody is not meant to be a business owner no. and also just because you put don't out a tell book her that. also just because you put out a book does not mean that you're an entrepreneur Don't tell her that Don't tell her
0: she ain't no Anybody entrepreneur. can put a book out. She needs to be an entrepreneur to list. Like that's just it. She's going
1: to So die. I just don't like it cuz I feel like it's you're misleading your fan base who are primarily black women. Seriously. Seriously. And You're not really looking out for them. All of your moves are self-serving and masturbatory. Like, you just want to talk about yourself.
0: hmm Hear yourself talk. That's 80% of LLC Twitter. Like, that's all they want to do is just talk about their accomplishments.
1: You don't really care. No. Because, again, not to, you know, compare ourselves to everybody, but, like, I feel like, what, and I'm not just saying this because it's me, but I feel like what we do is so selfless. Like, I rarely think about how... Like, it, both of us, we really think about how this is going to benefit us. Right. Like exactly. our first priority is to, you know, for uplift. One, uplift and, you know, be the voices for other black women have black who conversations. might not be able to, you know, speak up. Or have black friends. Yeah, exactly. So I, you know, some like, first of all, I look crazy as hell right now. Like I don't care about you know how I look when I record. Just sometimes I don't even look care how I look when we was on the live. Right. But it's just like so many people want. I feel like people feel like it's so much um, uh, like there's so much profit in a branding yourself as like a, a self help. Yeah. So that's another thing. she's like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say I'm, I'm helping this person. I want to do this, that, and the third. So by me saying that, I'm getting more, um, you know, like fan-based and that's bringing in more profit. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not authentic at all. It's not authentic, and it shows. That's <laughs> That was my problem because the thing is I n- never want to tear down a black woman, but, like, that, my problem is it's like – even though I don't consider myself, you know, a fan of her, you trying to fucking play us.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like don't try to pretend like you don't tear down a black woman. Bitch, you're tearing down black women when you offer that. Yeah, but you're doing it in
1: a different way. Exactly.
0: And, and she's being and criticized. You're not the one that's that's poor. So just stop.
1: Exactly and people are so fucking stupid. First of all, cancel culture is not real. It is just a phrase that people use. Rarely have people been actually canceled. The only person that Carrie, has been successfully the only the people that have been successfully canceled are Carrie Hilson and Daniel Caesar. But <laughs> yeah, I but, ain't heard
0: shit from Daniel. Exactly,
1: Caesar. he said cancel me. Well, guess what? He was. But. That first of all, cancel culture is not real. And B. Simone is not being canceled. She's being criticized. and yes. people she's being are, held accountable. Exactly. She's being held accountable. And I know, you know, I can't imagine being on that scale and being criticized and feeling like, you know, oh, what to do. But that's why if I ever was on that scale, I would make sure my shit was in order.
0: Yeah. And also, you don't have to talk. You can pull a Beyonce right now and just be the like, handle it with your team. Exactly. People always feel like they got to talk. Beyonce don't say shit to
1: us. Exactly. And you never okay would be in this, this situation if you really cared about quality. A period. That's the bottom black ass line. Yes. Yeah. So speaking of black ass, let's
0: get into breakups and break ins I don't know what that has to do with black ass, but I feel like it's a it's black people in the breakups and break ins. Period. So yes. Um Pusha T had a baby. Baby's name is Nigel. Love <laughs> it. Nice and classic. And this is like um this is a perfect baby. Like I don't so y'all need to cute. go find a picture of uh Pusha T's baby with his wife. I'm sorry for saying wife so hard, but it's just (laughs) refreshing to hear because you hear about Rick Ross getting another broad pregnant. You hear about future, and it's just like, yo, can y'all just... No, seriously. Y'all are so fucking disgusting. Stop doing it. So Pusha T had a baby, and he got the show. He wasn't hiding his baby from the world (laughs) home. He wasn't (laughs) hiding uh, us from the baby. None of that shit. It's just he showed the baby, and and Drake didn't have to expose it. Um, Also, Tiana Taylor is pregnant and first I was happy but then I was a little annoyed I'm not gonna lie and I can't get annoyed by nobody playing in the family but it's like why we always get upset about Tiana (laughs) Taylor not getting her flowers right but then she's about to drop what looks like to be an iconic album and it's like baby and I'm like I hope that like when she's done having her baby and she's recovered and she's ready to tour. And I mean, all this Corona stuff wasn't going to allow nobody to tour anyway. I just hope that that album doesn't lose steam. Cause it's like, yo, why can't it's like every single time she tries to plan something the right way. It's like now it's pregnancy. So it's like, how are you really going to be able to, I feel like she can tie it in. I, yeah, sure. I I don't know. I'm just like, <sighs> being expecting a child and being a musician definitely has to be a challenging thing. Like I can I would just say that especially for women cuz there's so much pressure to like be half naked and everything else. So I'm still excited for the album and I'm very happy because the reveal for her baby, her pregnancy was so amazing. Like Junie just lifted up her shirt and was like,
1: "Yeah." So beautiful family. Sorry, just got some just saw some tea. But, but Allegedly J. Cole is um is uh, throwing shots at rapper no name, mm-hmm. um, who is a is a female rapper again. Um fellas, build a fucking house. Stay out of women's business. J- anyway, J.
0: Cole I'll read about this later. Yes. I'm sorry. When you like J. Cole had beef with I'm
1: a like, <sighs> Me, 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 exactly. Me, me. And also, like again, me, like me, I me, said, me. You, men to, you men need to mind your fucking business, build a fucking house, have a fucking wood shop, measure something. I don't know. Do something, whatever fucking men are supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Useless.
0: Period. Um, sunken place. And honestly, it has to be quick because I can't fucking stand these niggas. Um, Nikki Minaj and 6ix9ine are in the sunken place because one Everybody know that Takashi is a fucking terrible person. We just all know it. For most exactly. of, It's like you can pick which reason you want to hate him. You can and they're him. all valid. Yes, they're all valid. You can hate him cuz he's a snitch. You can hate him cuz he's a pervert. You can hate him because he's just uh, annoying. Because he's not black and he saying the N-word. There's, like, multiple
1: reasons. You can collectively hate them. Hate him for all exactly, of the reasons like, like me. Um, he's somebody that is is just like Trump. Like, I don't like talking about him because I feel exactly. crazy. Like, I feel like I'm feeding into... Because he's the type of nigga that you have to... I cannot say what you have to do to him, but there's something <laughs> that you have to do to him that I cannot say you know trying to wake him the fuck up. Exactly. Or do the opposite of wake him up. And trying to put him the fuck to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Period. So he like thrives off of hate. Yeah, and he lo-
0: yeah. he he thrives being like I like, he want to be Freddy Krueger like in your sleep, in your <laughs> dreams.
1: Like he want to be everywhere attacking your mind and I won't let him in. Exactly. You know so I mean? my thing is I was thinking about this last week. I well not last week. Whenever Trolls came out, I feel so crazy about believing that he, I mean, it's court documents out there, that he um, was involved with a 16-year-old girl. I feel so crazy for believing that he's a pedophile because so many people are ignoring it. Mm. Like, the fact that, okay, somebody said he's 21, this person is 16, so many people think that's not That That outrageous. And when I was 21, I would never. I don't even... I'm 28. I don't even want to talk to somebody... 27. That's that's fucking... 28. I feel fucking crazy talking to somebody that's 25. Yeah. So I don't get why people take this shit so fucking lightly. And the thing is, this is very hard because no matter what nobody say, like people saying like, oh, I'm a hater, Nikki Hatering, blah, blah, blah. at, At the very core... I was a barb when I was before this barb shit was really big, and I would be a fool to say that a lot of stuff that Nicki Minaj has done has you know is, has inf- hasn't um, influenced me, and her music is very you know near and dear to me, even though I don't listen to like some of her new stuff. I would be a fool, but it angers me, especially as somebody who is a sexual assault survivor, that she is surrounded by so many people who have these allegations and it's like it's she like don't it give means a fuck. Nothing to her. It means it's nothing really to like her. it's
0: really on some shit where she be like, all right, but like that we all know, like that's just her attitude. It's an excuse for her brother. It's an excuse for her husband. It's an excuse for Takashi. And I'm at the very least, if you couldn't just not work the, with the man because he's a pervert, could you not work with him because he's a fucking snitch? But you know what? got gets me is like, you know, there are so many people who are just like Takashi's canceled stuff like that. Why would y'all give him the satisfaction of that that video being the most views in hip hops in less than four, 24 hours? Exactly. So it's forty six million views. But let me, let's just start here, okay? I'm so tired of people talking about the views and the views and the views and the views. I don't, know, I don't know the melody of this song. I yeah, don't know the do rhythm it. of this song. Neither I won't be it. hearing this song at the club. This song is not going to go against mo' money, mo' problems. This song ain't going to go against big pimping. This song ain't going to go against gold digger. This song ain't going to go against shit Nas made. This song ain't going to go against shit outcast made. This song ain't going to go against Bodak Yellow. This song ain't going to go against Super Bass or Savage remix, okay? It's just not. So all those views mean shit for this. So y'all can
1: uh and uh, also Nikki, some of them
0: probably are bots. They're bots or uh, fucking bored-ass barbs oh who my. got who are streaming from their phone and their computer because they know volume will get you paid, but quality will get you respect. So they have absolutely that's what makes me so upset about Nikki is because she has allowed herself now to be pretty much a joke, a rap game joke, because she's like chasing numbers now. Like you, you a vet. you shouldn't be out here chasing numbers. You should be out here producing your work. I mean, just dropping your work like anything else. And also I'm not even going to lie. I'm disappointed in the people that I know and beyond who support it. When I go on Nicki Minaj, when I went to Nicki Minaj's page to see what she has said, I have seen so many people I know liking that
1: post. Why? Why are you liking exactly? Him that post? And I feel like as somebody who is a sexual assault like survivor, you know, I would never. I, the only person that knows, you know, who the person is is Iman and my parents. And I feel like that. Why wouldn't y'all support him exactly? If if he you know did something with her faith. We will stop y'all from supporting them. Yep, that's all it takes. Come on now, this gotta is exactly be a bit more why people. Exactly, this is why people say we will never be free because y'all can't even do a simple fucking task and not listen to a song. I don't give a fuck what's going a on. A trash ass song. I don't give a fuck what's going on right now. You can seek joy in other places. There are other things where you can find joy. Yeah, in. I have not listened to that song, and I have had moments of joy during this bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, there's so
0: much joy that isn't the song trolls. It's just crazy. It's just, and like you said, Nicki Minaj is almost forty years old. Okay, trying to provoke herself to to the top is not going to be what
1: does it exactly. And it just makes me mad because she actually is talented. She's that's what's sickening. She's talented, and she actually you know shifted. And the shifted the game, and she also, like, revived, you know, female rap. And she's acting like an amateur. That's my whole thing. She acting like she didn't do And it that. makes me so mad. There are so many other female rappers that she could have collabed with. Said, if you it. if
0: you don't want to collab with a female rapper, if you want some Mariah Carey shit, you don't want another woman on your stage. There's so many male rappers that she still hasn't collaborated with. It didn't have to be Takashi. Like what a it? little Nas X. Yes. Exactly. Anybody, anybody else besides a person who's accused of being a pervert. Speaking of pervert, Marcus Houston. Oh my God. It's out now. This is all, I mean they're saying it's alleged, but I honestly believe it because the receipt, everything is adding up. But why is he married to a 19-year-old girl? And he's 38
1: years old. He's 38 years and old. And he knew
0: her since she
1: was 14.
0: And they announced their relationship 11 days, allegedly, after she turned 18. Sounds familiar. Sounds a lot like Tyga and Kylie to me.
1: Exactly. fucking R. Kelly and Aaliyah.
0: So as soon as you turn 18, now you want to go public. Like, uh, y'all been in a relationship for years. Exactly. From, like, know. Tyga
1: knew Kylie since she was 16.
0: Exactly. And that I'm just so disgusted about... Whatever is happening with that group, you know, the the B2K and
1: it's just. But it's he, yeah, because he is alleged that Marcus Houston, like, knew that they were being, you know, molested in and that group And Ras B
0: accused Marcus Houston yeah. as well. So it's just uh Marcus Houston tried to go be quiet and be a Jehovah Witness, but we fucking see you. And what I'm really, really upset about is not just that he is. Oh, also, this girl is supposed to, is an alleged teen runaway. Now, I don't know what she was running away from. She could have had a legit reason to run away from what, from whatever was going on at home. But that doesn't mean he gets to be Captain Creep-A-Lot and, like, just open her, you know, exploit that and marry her. 19 is a child. Like, again, we said this, but that is a child. Mm-hmm. You're creepy ass not supposed to want to marry her. I'm just so sick and tired of people like him who just... Are
1: sick and they get to be sick legally. Exactly. And when people like Nicki Minaj work for peop work with people and marry people who have sexual um, you know, assault allegations um against minors, that gets people to okay. Oh my god. And I don't when my imagination
0: really starts going, I end up real sick about what is hap- what might have happened between Marcus Houston and that girl before she turned 18 years old.
1: Exactly. Because what he has done is
0: groomed her. Yeah, because she put something on... She made a social media statement, um, like on Instagram, something like, let people judge. Let them misunderstand you. Let the gossip about you that they think of you isn't your problem. Their opinions do not pay your bills. So you stay kind, committed to love, and free in your authenticity. And no matter what they do or say, never doubt your worth of beauty or your truth. What the fuck does that have to do with him being a creep? Exactly. And I don't
1: care about those words that you just jumbled together. And that sounds like something that he probably has said to her since she was 14.
0: Or I think that it's still easy for her to feel like she's lucky. You know what I mean? Look at me. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm mature. You know, I got this older man because I'm mature. And he's well off, so I'm doing well. Well, my life isn't what it was, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you this because I remember being 19 years old, talking to older guys, and saying to myself, "Oh, I get to talk to them because I'm mature." Not thinking, "Yeah, you might be mature, but they also are a little sick, exactly. and they're absolutely immature, and they're chasing after you because they don't, they can't sneeze in the direction of a woman their age." Exactly. Just like
1: Courtney and she was 16 years old when she. Uh, Married that 50-year-old creep. And now she's like 22, 23. And she has gone through so much. And her life is in shambles. And she has admitted to like you know being in an abusive situation and she's admitting that you know the situation that she was in was not right mm-hmm. and the fact that her parents let her marry this 50-year-old man basically they sold her yep. to him and you know when she was 16 she you know was you it thought it was like you know glamorous and like you know yeah. and I you know even I think I was like maybe 18 19 at the time Yeah, and i thought that like oh she wants like i felt like oh she wants to do this because me when i was 16 too same. i was talking to older guys mm-hmm. and i was like and if given the chance i probably would have been the same way you know she was because i thought like Iman said i'm mature like you know it's nothing wrong with this like this person likes for me i remember When I was, I think I was like 14 or 15. And I was talking to a boy that was 18 years old. Same. And he was a fucking dumbass. He was an idiot. Idiot. An idiot. And I wonder what, I mean, if he
0: even was 18. Yeah, he probably was 37. And then one time, I'm sorry, hopefully that'll make it too much worse, but these niggas be old as shit looking young. And you never know. One time, speaking of niggas old as shit, There was this guy I had such a crush on when I was, like, 18 or 19 years old. He was, like, one of my—he was a family friend. When I tell y'all I was lusting over this man, I was lusting over him. And my mom knew I had a crush, so she tried to set me up. I didn't ask her to, but she tried at a fish fry because, you know, we are from North Philly, and Mm -hmm. that's how we, you know, socialize at fish fries. So— At the fish fry, my mom was like, you know, my daughter thinks you're so handsome. And he was like, ha-ha, oh, my God, yeah, your daughter's beautiful, too. Do you know how old I am? My mom was, like, thinking maybe at the latest, late 20s, right? But he said he was almost 40 years old. My mom was like, oh, no, uh uh-uh, no. Like, because he was like, like, is that okay? And my mom said, no, it's not okay. (laughs) No, it's not okay. And I was even at 18, like, I could have talked to him anyway. But no, my mom was right. He don't got no business talking to me, period. And guess what? He ain't never talked to me. He ain't even looked in my direction after that. After my mom said, absolutely not. So it's like, you know what? People, parents, if, if they are around, they cannot do that. Don't push your daughter off to somebody older. Because a lot of people think, oh, girls are more mature than boys. No, they're still a child, still a child. That's inappropriate. So, yes, um, that is it for The Sunken Place. We do want to spend a little bit of time on breakups and break-ins. Again, over time. What you want me to do? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jay-Z voice. <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously be, we be we have a lot to talk about. Perfect. So this week we are talking about relocating, right? Because I think that it's in, in everyone's gut. No matter what age you are.
1: Oh, you mean common sense. Sorry, you said breakup was a break in. Jesus Christ, I'm not smoking crack. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because at first I was like, you're going back, my friend. Oh, what the fuck I do? Yo,
0: shit going haywire over here. I just turned my
1: flashlight on I'm my saying, phone. I'm saying,
0: first, first of all, y'all didn't even notice, but we just had like a little power outage. So everything cut off. We just thought we lost the episodes. I just got fucked up and like said the uh, <laughs> wrong segment. And then Sabrina Flash came on, just blinded the shit out of me. <laughs> I was hissing. Anyway, for common senses, we're talking about relocating because I'm sure in everyone's life we have all thought about like picking up and moving, especially right now when there's just a shit show going on in this country. Some of us have thought about maybe moving to Australia or (laughs) New Zealand. (laughs) Me, New New Zealand. Every. Some of us (laughs) have thought about Canada. Some of us are actively looking at what it would take to get citizenship in another country. Some of us are looking into whatever the place the fucking Tina Turner be raving about. What is it, Switzerland or Sweden? One of the places. But I just want to talk about moving. Um, and I would like to hear other people's, like, thoughts, especially if you have been a person who has, like, got up and moved. Like, I know two of our closest friends uh Brian and Peter, they have relocated. So it's nice to start to see people in my life who actually do it. But for me, I guess I'm concerned about, am I running away from something that's going to follow me wherever I go? Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing. like Because we always say, wherever you go, you take yourself with you. Mm -hmm. So if I get up and be like, ah, I just can't be around this Philly shit. Like I'm ready to go somewhere where there's less buildings and more greenery. Mm -hmm. And when I go out there but I don't address some of the other things that are wrong with me, like my mental health issues, when I go to these other places, that will follow me. If I don't address the fact that I'm terrible at managing money, that will follow me and I'll have less of a security network because I will be alone. So those are some of my fears. What are some of the things that are that you're nervous about with relocating?
1: So for me, since I, I mean, I feel like some people feel like it don't count because I was in college, but I lived in New York. Mm-hmm. When I lived in New York, I feel like I was like broke as shit. My mental health was woo, but I had so much fun and I loved it. Like I generally felt like it feels so corny, but like y'all know how like Carrie was talking about how much she was in love with New York. Mm. That is exactly how I felt. Like I literally felt like I was in love with the city. Like it was like the I always say like New York is like my first love. Like I loved the city so much, and I my thing is my whole thing is. With my career path, I'm scared, even though nothing is permanent, is something that I have to always remind myself. Right. Even though, you know, it might, you know, suck to pack up and stuff, nothing is, you know, permanent. So um, my thing is I don't know if I want to move back to there, if I want to move to New York, or if say, fuck it, move somewhere else and, like, create my own lane there. Yeah. Um, But... Um, that's mainly my thing. I am, you know, throughout the pandemic I have gotten better with, you know, managing money and stuff, but the thing that scares me is like being heaven, being able to find a job to keep up with that. Um yeah. also, you know, finding a job and trying to learn a city mm. and trying to, you know, kinda, you know, get a social life. Yeah. Um, and then also I always think about like apartment hunting there like or just finding you know a place to live how does that go yeah Um, are there black people are there black people what's the black community like is it like you know because obviously well most of my close friends that I have are you know my family Yeah, And a few people who, like, you know, I grew up with or, like, I went to, you know, school with. But, like, my close, like, my close circle is literally my family. Yeah. And Iman's in in that. So um, I would just be, like, where, because for me, when I went to, it was easier because I was in college and I was on a college campus. Yeah. And I had first met people through, um, at the time, Facebook. So, I mean, I do have friends and relatively, I could honestly say everywhere that I want to live, Yes, except for New Zealand.
0: Except for Portland and and other places outside the country, because I think about Portland sometimes.
1: Yeah, Portland could be cool, but I think about that, like, you know, making friends and what type of black people they are, because I feel like, not to sound like (coughs) one of those people that like, oh, I don't fit in, but... Because, like, I don't fit in with, like, you know, Knuckle View Brunch. LLC Twitter. Yeah, I don't fit in with that. You know, 830 whatever credit score keepers. I don't fit in with those people. No, but I also so. don't
0: fit into the people who doing the Vogue Challenge. Those RT types, like, I can't. Oh yeah, then yeah. Then I don't fit in with people who like to hike too much because I'm like, no, I like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like fake adventurous. I don't like like people who be eating like trail mix, natural. Like when people hear I'm vegan, they think that's what I be doing, like wearing hair wraps to eating like uh, pecans and shit all day. I'm like, no, bro. Like I just can't. I think that that's the thing. It's just like we are a really we are in this really niche group of black person, too. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, not just about, like, okay, are there black people here? Is it, are there the type of people who will get me? Also, I feel like when I move, my ass is going to move with the mindset that my friends from home are still going to be my friends. And whoever, like, I don't, it's like when I move, I feel like I'll be in a bubble. I don't anticipate meeting other people. (laughs) But I move through life like that, and I always make friends. Yeah. I make friends because I don't go places making to, to make friends. If I make them, I make them, but I do have friends. You know yeah. what I mean? I know I don't vibe with everybody, but I want an
1: adventure. I want to be somewhere new. Exactly. And, like, since I have, like, now, like, I feel like I'm doing a lot of, like, mental work and, like, holding myself accountable and know what I'm bad at and know, you know, the stuff that I mess up with. I feel like my whole thing is moving my, like, top fear is, like, maintaining a job. Yeah. How's the job market, like, where I'm moving? And um, it's, it's mainly, like, the the money thing. Yeah, same. The money money is very because important. I, I always feel like I can make more money other places, though. Yeah, because, like, for instance, here, um, if, you know, because I was thinking, I was like, should I, you know, get an apartment here first? um and then you know figure out where i want to live and then go or should i just go yeah and um i feel like here you know if things fall through then i can always go back home yeah
0: but also it's like if you buy a bunch of stuff here you can't move it you know because like a lot of my friends who relocate a lot it's just like sell your shit yeah, cause it's it's trash, and it's crazy how little things like that keep me from moving. Cause I'm I have invested so much money into my apartment. Yeah, like, I don't want. I want my things.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's like I, I. Sometimes that make me feel like it's just too much. You know, it's too much to go. Cause I got this bomb-ass bed, and I got this turquoise chair, and I got a desk that yes, I love. That chair
1: has been. You know, that
0: chair, I have emotional attachment to it. It was one of the first things I thought was way too expensive. And I couldn't have it, and my dad got it for me. And I was like, I'm going to treasure this chair for as long as I can because my dad just got this for me because he saw me staring at it, and I would not admit I wanted it. But when I said I wanted it, he got it. And I'm so appreciative to the point where I'm just like, oh, if I give up that chair, my dad gonna think I'm ungrateful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My dad bought me that bed as a gift for like again, every time I move to a new apartment, my dad comes through for me. And so because someone helped me to get where I am, I feel like when I if I leave, I'm not just leaving for myself. I'm abandoning what people have done for me. I also feel like I'm abandoning my family because if anyone knows me, they know that like I'm a person who picks up people's medicine and I take people to the grocery store and I'm technically a glamorized lift for my family that gets paid no money or tips. So, that's something I feel guilt that way too because I'm like, if if I leave, who's going to do it? And at the end of the day, they will figure it out, right? Also, like you're abandoning yourself. Exactly, but you know what? It's like it's like how you just start to get so used to film guilt is so real that mm-hmm. you really feel like this is how you're supposed to live Yeah, you're supposed to be taking care of everybody other than yourself and it's like you gotta have that real conversation mm-hmm. like okay either I can continue to do that or I can take care of myself then I start thinking about all the great things that could come from relocating Like, it's starting to seem like a second wave of this covet shit is inevitable like we're not even out of it now mm-hmm. but I feel like by the time we get out of it we're gonna be gearing up to go back into it again mm-hmm. and when it happened in march it was bad but it wasn't as bad because the weather was starting to get nice so mm-hmm. i found a lot of peace in going outside i'm so scared for my mental health if i stay inside and it's cold yes it's fuck like i don't know how i'm going to get through that so part of me was just like you need to move somewhere where you could be outside you know what i mean like you can go if you are in L.A., if you're down south or you're somewhere on the west coast, like somewhere where it's warm all the time so that you now that you know that outside brings you peace. Like literally, you need to figure out how to get there for your own mental health, because even on a day like today, when I stayed in all day and I didn't really go outside until I headed to meet with Sabria. My vibe was so bad. My energy was so bad. And sometimes that's why I was like, can we eat in a park? Because I have to get some sun. Like, I have to get some air. So part of me is just like a a potential bright side could be like a whole new landscape. Mm -hmm. Like, if I move somewhere else... like. You know, we don't have mountains like they do in California. We don't have mountains like they do in Portland. So it's like the idea that I can get out there, experience that. Veganism is less crazy. And I know there's no safe place to be a black person. But I do want to get away from the hostility that is in Philly and that is in most major cities sometimes. Like I want to be to be at a place where the vibe is just different. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need to stop tricking myself into believing that doesn't exist because yeah. you can we can't settle with the fact that as black people we're never safe and we can never be happy. No hell no. That's not a good life. Yes, there's some things that need to be addressed, but black joy is so important and we can experience it. And if that means we have to get up and move from your city, from wherever you are, fucking do it. Mhm.
1: Seriously. Yeah, cuz I'm definitely uh I, I feel like I would be uh hopefully ready in the next few months, but it's just like I don't just I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go and I don't know what the job market is going to be like. Yeah, that's
0: the thing, the job market. I, that's what scares me it's just like okay i go but that's also the importance of like saving up something i'm not that good at but just kind of saving up and being like aware of like you know h- what kind of jobs will be available like maybe because covet uh is a little bit more contained like people can like manage it better I'm not really sure, but I feel like something, a move is calling me. And it's beautiful because we can do whatever with this podcast. Like, we don't have to be in the same room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might have to invest a little bit more in, like, microphones and stuff. And people, I'm about to get on my genius shit because I just talked to Eric about computers. <laughs> yes. And, like, you can be by coastal People do this all the time, podcasts from different places. So... We That would be no matter what. But I'm hoping that we will end up in the same place. But we are so committed to each other's happiness that it's like wherever you land, wherever I land, it's going to be good as long as we're both happy, you know? So if people live in the West Coast, be on the lookout for me messaging you about what you think. Uh, or areas. any coast. On any coast, cause I don't know. Like I'm not saying I will move or won't move, but I just feel it in my bones that I'm tired of Philly. I'm tired of walking through the fucking park.
1: Like I want to do something. <laughs> yeah, that's what did it for me. Walk. Walking down after like after being in, in after being in Utah for the summer and like seeing real as nature, I'm like, it just did not hit when I went to go on a drive. I'm like this is this makes me like not want to do even driving through new england
0: i was like shit hit different out here like the water's different like everything being in that lazy beach town and i just feel like i just need to get up and get out and like see see the world a little bit so we don't know if that's what we're going to do but we're thinking about it Um, So yeah guys Thank you so much For tuning into this week's show Again be on the lookout For more information About that fundraiser I promise we are not thieves We are not frauds We will be transparent And continue to share Information about it And thank you again So much to everyone Who donated Like everyone Yeah I still can't
1: Believe that shit Cause at first We was like We'll raise a thousand dollars That was our goal We thought that That was too much A thousand
0: And then I was like You know what Let's just challenge Ourselves a little bit Let's just come on Raise it up a bit And thank you Thank God we did because once one day we got there. So thank you guys for allowing us to be a success. We can't wait to do our part and like actually hand everything out. So it's going to be a great success. Um And yeah, make sure you keep up with us on social media at Iman Mate. That's my Instagram. And it's Mate on
1: Twitter for me. And Sabrina at Frank and Femme underscore on Twitter. And it's Frank and Femme on Instagram.
0: Also follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. Be sure to email us at BlackGirlBrunch at gmail.com. Keep up with your girls. Follow us. You guys, please stay safe. Um, if you're black, you know, take care of your mental health right now. Post a
1: picture you smiling.
0: Yeah, please. We need some of that black joy that I was talking about. Like, come on. Let's get on, Let's get into it. Um, we love you guys forever. Bye. Peace.